Deep in the bowels of Central Station, Zeta Makara sits in a holding cell. Even though she's surrounded by officers of the LAPD, she knows they are no match for the fate that's about to emerge from the darkness. An ancient evil tethered to her by a centuries-old lineage, one that has used her, controlled her, forced her to commit unspeakable acts. And now it's coming for everything she has left, no matter what is in the way. You're here for the souls you have yet to take from me. I wonder, will they fill the hollow space where yours used to be? Was it worth it, the mark of the Ouroboros? You thought it would bring you ultimate power, but all it's made you is the lifeless husk standing before me. Silent vessel. You and everything you possess are mine. listening to Dash, The Case of the Mysterious Zeta Makara, Chapter 10, The Trap Door. pull up to a little neighborhood near Echo Park, a house I've come to know this past year. It's dark now. Nobody's home and nobody... Well, nobody's coming home. I sit in the car for a moment. I take a breath, get out, and walk into the past. Hope. A desire accompanied by expectation that when somebody opens the door and says... Hey there, good looking. You trust it. And I've never been able to trust it. My, my, my. Good evening. Aren't you a sight for sore eyes? Keep talking like that and I'll get used to it. Wouldn't want that to happen. Or would we? 
I'm in the past. He's still here. Johnny Plinkett's. Plink. He's been dead for a day. Before he was murdered, he was my... lover. My memory sweeps me away back to the first time he invited me in. As much as I like you holding up my doorframe, there are other rooms in the house. Some rooms I'm more interested in than others. I'm sure. Come on in. Well, nice setup you got here. Well, you know, it could be bigger. Could it now? <laughs> Are you getting fresh with me, detective? I might be. Can I fix you a drink first, or is it going to be all innuendo? Oh, I'm planning on more than innuendo. You know what they say about the best laid plans. What do they say? I... forgot. Gosh! What? Your eyes, they're pretty. Are they? I think that's the nicest thing that anyone's ever said to me. And I've received the Medal of Valor from the police commissioner. Sorry. Don't worry. You're a lot handsomer than the commissioner. How about that drink? Old-fashioned okay? That's always okay. Hold the cherry. I just got ice. Go ahead, have a seat. Well, this is a big table you've got here. Oh, yeah. It's old. 19th century old. Fascinating. You ever make on it? What? No! You want to? Hmm. <laughs> Dash? Oh. Hmm. The present washes out the past, and I'm alone. In Plink's dining room, looking at that 19th century oak table. This is going to be tough. Plink's house is a modest bungalow. Unlike the first time I was here, my trusty paperclip gets me in the front door. I never had a key. He never had one to my place. It was something we didn't discuss. You'd think for a guy who had such expensive taste in decor, he'd have a bigger house. But the space he did have was filled with heirlooms, antiques, and curios. Unlike the old ladies he used to con... Every item was authentic. Something on the mantle catches my eye. It wasn't some flashy treasure, but something with much more value. It was a frame that held a picture. A picture of the Plinkett's family. My God. I hadn't even thought about his family. Who are these people? Oh. Just my family. Your family? Who knew we could get this group of robbers, grifters, and killers to sit still for a family photo? <sighs> Unfortunately, these are my people. This little guy here, that's my nephew Spence. He's the only innocent one among us. Cute. Thanks. You know I meant the kid, right? Wise guy. His mother, my peach of a sister, is the only one not pictured. She abandoned him. Ran off for some political cause. If it wasn't for me, he'd only have his thug of a father. Maybe I can meet him someday. That'd be kind of tough. 
Why's that? If my family found out, they'd kill me. Literally. What do you mean? My family doesn't know about me in this way. What, how would they know about you if... My handsome private dick, you've been in the papers. You're a known homo. Oh, yeah, that. So long as you want me to keep my pretty face, I have to keep yours hidden. Well, I guess I wouldn't want you to lose that, would I? I wonder if his family knows he's dead. I wonder when the funeral will be. And then it hits me. One minor detail. I won't be invited. Damn it. This is going to be tough. Scorpion. You have let this get out of hand, and our timetable has been completely disrupted. Destiny doesn't slow down for anyone's timeline, Doctor. It is all over the police radio band. You will have enemies at the gate if they aren't there already. Oh, they have been here all right. They? You mean they have... Nothing I haven't already handled. But the police department, it's all over the dispatch. <laughs> Do you hear the terror in their voices? It is only a taste of what is to come. Impetuous wasn't to be revealed to the world until he was at full power. Our orders come from the Fuhrer himself. Orders? Which I have fulfilled in spades. You forget your place. You are a secret agent. You are not to be seen, not to be heard, only to ensure that which must be done is. And I have done my part. It is you who have been caught unprepared. But not to worry. Once our vessel is secured and Impetu restored, I'll be there to get you up to speed. Your place is in the museum. My place is to ensure our new world order. And it's happening tonight, my dear doctor. Tonight! I do a search of the front of the house. I'm supposed to be looking for an ancient sword. Some mystical weapon that proves Plink was tied to the wild yarn Zena Makara spun me at the jail. Only one thing can break what leads the Ouroboros to impetu. An ancient weapon. One thought lost at the beginning of time. The Cherub. In Hebrew, it is the word for sword. The exact sword that was placed in front of the Tree of Life in a place most know as the Garden of Eden. I look behind picture frames on the walls. I move all the books off of a shelf. I push all his furniture around. Nothing. What a mess. I'm sure he'd be mad if he saw. But he never will. I make my way down the hall to the bedroom. In the doorway, I stare at the empty bed and remember the last time I was in it. 
It was a few weeks ago before he left on this trip. We were both in bed. Hey, do me a favor. Hmm, another one? <laughs> There's a box in my jacket pocket. Can you get it? Your cigarettes are on the nightstand. No, it's not my cigarettes. It's something else. What could it be, I wonder? Like I said, it's a box. What kind of box? It's just a box. Just a box. Not a special box or a ra- Can you please go get the box? Sure, sure. No, not in that pocket. The other one. Yeah, yeah, that's it. This? You got it. Hmm. Rectangular. Doesn't sound like anything is ticking inside. Nice wrapping. Did you do this yourself, or did Cindy help you? Look at the card. Just says, to plank. Always so sentimental. (laughs) Are you going to open it? Sure. It's a... Oh. Dash. This is... It's an ID bracelet. I know. I was going to get it engraved to just say Plink, but I thought twice. You might want your full name on it. I I don't know. It fits wonderfully. Come on back to bed. Let me see. Hmm. It's nice. Hey. Hey. Where are we going? Are we going somewhere? You just got back in bed. I meant us. Do you really like the bracelet? It's uh, vintage something. At least that's what the guy told me. You would know better than me, of course. I know you don't trust me. If he ripped me off, don't say anything. I'd rather not know. Stop avoiding. Who's avoiding? Look, I'm just saying let's be happy with what we got. I'm lining up something big. If you don't like it, you can always just give it back. I promise. After it's done, it's just you and me. You know, I've never gotten anyone an ID bracelet before. I want your trust more than anything. So, this means you like it? He kissed me right after, but he never told me that he liked it. I never told him that I trusted him. There's a lot we didn't say. And now, just a lot of empty rooms. I've searched the house from top to bottom. Nothing. I head to the kitchen. I need a drink. For some reason, Plink keeps things in the oddest places, and the kitchen was no exception. Like, why was the booze under the sink? Like, why does he have a carpet on the kitchen floor? Wait a second. Why does he? Then I hear the words of my wisecracking secretary, Cindy Crenshaw. For a detective, some days, you're an idiot. Ah, come on, baby. When you say things like that, it's like you gotta pour vinegar on my coffee. I'll do a lot more than that if you don't buzz off and let me eat my brownie in peace. Is that what you're really doing here in this diner, sitting at the counter, all by your lonesome? 
I'm on the way home to my boyfriend. Bah. What he doesn't know won't hurt him. You're about to get hurt. Ah! Ah, what the heck? Look! Look! That looks like... It is! It's Miss Makara, and she's being carried through the streets by a... Looks like some guy dressed up like a mummy. Dash! That son of a gun really wasn't seeing things. That's a mummy! Ah, don't worry about it, sweet cheeks. I'll keep you safe. Come here. Ow! You were warned. Check, please. I pull back the carpet and make a discovery. I stare at it for longer than I should. It's what I've been looking for. A trap door. I open it. Trap doors are essentially one of two things. Either a means to escape, or a place to keep things hidden. Which is this? There are stairs leading down into a darkness. I want to know the truth. But still, I hesitate because... Because maybe I've known all this time, and confirmation would would be too much. But I've already dealt with too much today. I am way past the point of too much. I take one step down, and I keep going. I strike a match to light my way. At the bottom of the staircase, I see a naked bulb hanging from the ceiling. I pull the chain. The light turns on, and I see the world that Plink has been hiding from me. It's filled with packing crates and boxes, some sealed tightly as to not show their contents. Others are open with the stuffing and packing spilling out, showing treasures that look like they should be in a museum. Plink has an antique shop on Broadway. For a moment, I try to rationalize what I'm seeing. Maybe this is just an extra storage room for the shop. Maybe these are some high-ticket items that he's not offering on the sales floor. Maybe, maybe he was lying to me the entire time. A well-known fencer of stolen goods is what Zeta Makara referred to him as. Yeah, well-known to everyone but me. The sword was last seen in Mr. Blinkett's possession. Go through his belongings. When you find it, you will know everything I have told you is fact. Zeta Makara's voice in my head. And then a crate catches my attention. It's nondescript, nothing special about it, but something in there is calling to me. The lid isn't nailed down. I remove it, and I find an object wrapped in a cloth. Inside the wrappings. You must use it to destroy Impetu. It is the only way to stop him. The sword was smaller than I expected and wooden, but more like a petrified wood, intricately carved and sculpted. For as small as the weapon is, there's a great weight to it. But that said, it didn't hinder wielding the sword. There was sort of a... A power, I felt, brandishing it. For a moment, it felt like I could conquer the crushing despair all around me. Then I see something else in the crate. Something all too familiar. Drop the toy and turn around slowly. From behind me, a voice that's also too familiar. I'm only going to tell you one more time. Bruno Fernez, and he has a gun pointed right at me. If I had the choice to talk to him or stick a wire hanger through my ear, it would be a difficult choice. I got you. Cold. Actually, it's a bit humid down here, don't you think? 
Truth time, homo. That Makarovich may have done the deed, but you're the one behind it. We went through that pile of rags she was wearing. We found your business card with a date on it. Looks like you met her the day before your butt boy got murdered. I tailed you when you left the station, and here you are, standing in a hidden room with what looks like a bunch of stolen goods. I'm gonna nail you, Malone. Hard. Uh-uh-uh. I've told you, Fernez, you're gonna have to buy me dinner first. Not another goddamn word. But I haven't really said anything, have I? You want to talk about truth? Let's talk about that. Shut up. I kept quiet. All through the investigation, all through the hearing, even when my name was being dragged through the dirt on every front page in the city. Don't think I don't know who was behind that. You can't prove nothing. No, I can't prove that. Or our other little secret. I said, shut up. But remember, all I need is just a few people who will listen. And that door you think is sealed will slowly start to open. Take it from me. Once that door is open, there is no shutting it. You know, maybe on second thought, I won't take you back to the station. The one thing Fernez never got as a cop? Maybe I'll shut you up here for good. Right here. If you always focus on what's in front of you, I should have done it long ago. You always miss what's behind. <laughs> Officer Sal McGill, my inside on the police force, and a friend. And the guy who just whacked Fernez upside the skull with the lid from one of those crates. Been waiting to do that for a long time. How long were you going to let that go on for? Be grateful I saw him tail you here from the station. But that's the least of it. There was huge trouble over the station after we left. It's all over KGPL. What now? They're saying some... Thing broke in and took out a bunch of guys. What? Took them out? I don't know how many, and I don't know how bad. But whatever it was, sprung that Makara dame. You're not going to believe the description of the suspect. It was a mummy, right? Yeah, you... Zita was on the level with me. She tried to kill you. I'll explain it all, I swear. But right now, I need you to trust me. I have the only thing that can stop that monster right here. That thing? It's more than it appears to be. This sounds crazy. I, I know. But please, trust me. Buddy. I know I said I needed to do this alone. I know I said that, but I was wrong. I can't do this. Without my best pal, I can't do this without you. Will you help me? Uh, Creases. What's the plan? We need to deal with Fernez, but first, I need to see this. What is it? This package. It was in the crate where I found the sword. Look. Well, it's addressed to you. Yeah, I need to see. Open it. Oh, it's the ID bracelet I got him. It's the one I got Plink. There's a note. Yeah, give me a second. Lover, you once said that if I didn't like this present, I could give it back. 
The reason I'm giving it back isn't because I don't love it or the person who gave it to me, but because I want to show you that you created a new life in me. I'm hoping one day, when you finally trust me, you'll wear it. I've stolen from people, places, and I'm stealing one more thing, this prayer. While I was in Egypt, I discovered it and had it engraved on the very bracelet you gave me. When you finally trust me, when I finally earn that trust, I'll transcribe it for you. Being the detective you are, I'm sure you'll beat me to it. Just know what it says is written on my heart. Trust that. All my love, Clank. Hope. A desire accompanied by an expectation that when someone says, you believe it. And I've never been able to. But maybe now. None of my business, but you okay? Look at that, Sal. Look at the bracelet. Looks like it's some Egyptian writing or something. I've seen it before. Where? The museum. That's where we're headed. That's where we're going to find this thing. That's where this is going to end. Calling all cars, all cars, all units. I repeat, all units available are to report to the Los Angeles Museum of Natural History, 5905 Wilshire Boulevard. Suspect is considered highly dangerous. I repeat, suspect is considered highly dangerous. It's a mummy, I tell you, it's a mummy! I've been waiting for your return, oh great one. I see you have secured our rogue vessel. Lay her down on the slab here. After centuries imprisoned in the decay of an ancient curse, defy the gods and step into your true power. Take the remainder of the souls she holds, complete the transference, and break the stasis you have been trapped in. Born to rule, destined to conquer, 
Let those who fear me follow me. Let those who oppose me die. Impetu has risen! Dash will return next week for our third and final interlude. You won't want to miss it. You've been listening to Dash, The Case of the Mysterious Zeta Makara, starring Peter Zielinski, Sarah Luciano, Jay Mazzola, Christopher Tolomeo, Shana Massad, Thomas Robert Irvin, Kathy Mostek, Lee Jacobs, David Luciano, Lori Jacobs, and Carlos Giga. Written and directed by Dave Ebersole. Sound design by Mick Laurel. Music by Christopher Tolomeo and Mick Laurel. Produced by Ed Hill and Mick Laurel. Executive producers Ed Hill and Andrew Greenwood. Dash created by Dave Ebersole and Delia Gable. Until next time, I'm Jim Diamond. Thank you for listening.